0: The Eddie B Sit edition an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Baschet Betza has been dedicated anonymously to for Asher ben Esther. Enarefenelo 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 betokh she'ar chole amu Israel. Amen. 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 Baschet Betza has been dedicated as well la'yonishmat Sarah bat Mazal. Rouach Hashem, Tanihena, began Eden. Amen. Amen. We bless our anonymous sponsor that B'azat Hashem he should be blessed with Arichut <laughs> Yamim, health, Osher ve'Osher ve'Chavod, and B'azat Hashem should be zocher in the near future to raise a family, uh, and continue all his good work for the community. Amen. Today's daf is being studied by Eloh Abraham ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tani Henu begin Eden. Amen. We begin today's daf on Khaf Amud Amudbet at the Mishnah, which is two lines from the bottom. The Mishnah begins, Lo Yomar Adam Latabah. A person should not say to the butcher, Shekoli bedinar basar. You shouldn't give a price to the meat. For example, you know, give me a dinars worth of meat or two dinarim's worth of meat on Yom Tov. You're not allowed to mention money when you're making the uh, purchase because obviously that is Mekka that is similar to uh, transaction which is forbidden on Yom Tov. However. Uh, the tabah is able to slaughter, and he gives out the meat arbitrarily to the customers without saying a specific uh, right. price. Let's read Rashi: bedinar basar la shem damim. You cannot mention the money denomination about Hu belo pisuk damim vehen benehem, and they will divide it amongst themselves. Okay, now of course the reason why it's suit to mention the money, the Mefashim will bring two reasons. One is because it's a gezerah, you can't transact because it's a gezerah, you might come to write. Okay, gezerah to kitiva. And some say because the Isurah of Davar, there are certain uh, verbal restrictions that we have on Shabbat that we're not allowed to speak about because of the Kiddushah of the day. So they want to say that applies to Yom Tov as well. Vedaber Davar, mentioning money it takes away from the sanctity of the day itself. Kamit Gevran says, Hechi Abid. says, which is a person, let's say now, wants to take a small piece of the animal. So how is he supposed to buy it? How is he supposed to get it? Which means, if a guy wants to get half an animal or the whole animal, so it's very easy, I'm going to go to the butcher, I need a full animal, I need a half an animal, I need a quarter of an animal. But if a person needs a a slice of meat in the olden days it was customary to say the money give me a dollar's worth give me two dollars worth so the guy, I wants to know if a guy's taking a small quantity which is customarily you would say the amount of money in order that the butcher would know exactly how much you want so in that case over there he tells the guy can't mention money so what do you want the guy to do so look at the Rashi he doesn't want to take the whole animal. Velo mehsa, not hef. Velo shalish. Velo rabia. He just wants a dinar's worth. Or two dinars. Worth. What is he going to tell the guy? So the Gemara says, Well, if you were living in Suda, the custom was to tell the butcher, amre. Tarta upalgu tarta So the way they would say a piece of meat They would refer to it as tarta So a person would say um, He would say, uh, give me a tartas worth Or a half a tarta. That was the way you say a small piece Binarash Amri In the city of Narash The way they would say it was halka, Either give me a chenek, a portion Or they would say upalgu halka. Oh, give me half a portion Amri Uziah upalga uziah. You mean uziah's worth or half of uziah's worth. Give me a riva which we said a cord is worth or palga riva and Eight's worth. Oh, again, all these are different. Terminology is based on the town that the Gemara quotes. Let's read, Which means in the olden days, the cut of the animal was all equal. There was a standard way to cut the animal. A certain amount of pieces So each piece was referred to as a Tarta in Surah But so that's the way they were referred to it So they didn't have to talk about the money value of it To get around that issue on Yom Tov We go to the next You just learned that they used to wait so why uh, they used? That the, the form of. No, makeup. well, we had a machlokat. If you remember in the Mishnah, if you're allowed to weigh or not, and that's mm-hmm. could only weigh, weigh with the kofits according to the other shita. you not to use a scale, uh, whatsoever. He, he could ask like, I want uh, f uh, whatever. He would give. No, so, that. can it, can the They you weren't talking. The can the They weren't talking about poundage over here Can the They're talking about the size of the meat. They weren't going on pounds over there. They were saying, give me, give me the whole animal, half the animal. That, that, that it's easy to calculate, but a piece of it. Usually they would jump to the money value of I it. Mean, so he's saying, okay, oh, just use those terminologies that way. Each one according to its uh, its town. Comes the Gemara and says Mishnah. Omer Adam Nahavero. A person can tell his friend on Yom Tov Maleli Fill me up this kli. Which means he brings a vessel to him. He wants to buy, uh, let's say, a beverage, or he wants to buy, uh, you know, wheat or whatever it is. So he goes to the uh, store or his friend. He tells, Listen, here's this vessel. Fill it up for me. Ava lo bemida but not with a measuring. Now, we're going to see exactly what this means here. What do you mean, no bimidah? not with measuring? The Gemara will explain exactly what this word means. Rabbi if it is literally a measuring cup, lo yimale'enu, you cannot fill it at all. Again, we will wait for the Gemara to explain exactly what the makhluk, and Rabbi Yehuda is, ma'ase, Shaul bin botnit. Okay, one of the rabbis. So he would already fill up the uh, measurings. He had. He would sell uh, wine or oil. So he would already make the measures fill the kelim up from before Yom Tov. And he would give it to them on Yom Tov because he didn't want to measure on Yom Tov. We have that measuring the zasud on Yom Tov because it's of din That's a weekday activity. So uh, when the customer would come to him on Yom Tov, of the customer wasn't paying money. Uh, we'd pay him after Yom Tov. But he says, "I need, uh, you know, uh, I need a certain measure of wine." So he would have already the measures, uh, you know, measure it out already, so he can just give him the exact Shi'ud. Aba Shaul Omer Av uh, Bemoreid, even on cholamoreid asa kin. Not only on Yom Tov, of Yom Tov did he do this, but even on Cholamu'ed. Now seemingly on Cholamu'ed is no problem. You're allowed to measure on Cholamu'ed. But the custom of this Rabbi was that on the night before, meaning the night before, he would make all the measurings. So when the customer comes, it's ready. So the Gabbas, why would he do that? So according to our text in the uh, Mishnah, our text has, Me Pene Berure Hamidot. Gordon Vilna says there was some text in the Mishnah that did not have this word, Berure Hamidot. But I'll explain it to what it means according to this text. When the uh, customer would come with his uh, Keli, fill up my Keli, give me you know, a Keli's worth of uh, wine. Now, when you're taking from the barrel and you're pouring it into the vessel, so there's what we'll call a foam. Oh, the wine has a foam on it, so at first it looks like the customer is getting full measure. But you know, when he waits around a little, the foam settles down, and he's not really getting the proper shi'ud. Mm-hmm. And therefore the rabbi was concerned that if the customer is going to be uh, in a rush, let's say, Whereas he's just going to take what he has, then he's going to get yes. home, he's not going to have the shun, he's stealing. The, the rabbi didn't want to get involved with giving the customer less than he deserved. <laughs> so then what he would do was, the night before, he would already measure out the shi'urim uh, after it would settle, so therefore everybody would get the proper amount. The I was going to say that, you know, why didn't the uh, uh, rabbi just do it on Halloween itself? Tell the customer, you know, uh, you know be patient, let me uh, wait till the foam settles. So he says, because it was. Because on, on Holam O'ed, what do the rabbis do? do they learn. So you don't have time now to sit with every customer on Holam O'ed now, wait for the phone to settle. It's going to be two, two Torahs will take away from the uh, time that it's supposed to spend in the yeshiva. And not only one customer coming, there's a lot of customers. So therefore you prepare the shiurim from the night before, you know, so the customer right away get the right shiur, and therefore there will be no delay. The is the mm-hmm. concept of the year uh, to give them the full uh, measure. Okay? So that's the uh, concept. Vachamim, uh, forget about Cholam and forget about Yom Tov. He would do this even during the week, on a regular weekday, during the year. Why? Because Mitzuy Hamidot. Mitsuy is like the uh, literally, is to is to, how would you say, to, to, to squeeze maybe. Which means when drain. they were selling, to drain. That would be a better word. To drain. Why? Uh, he's selling oil, let's say, right? So if you're selling oil, so you have a uh, a, 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 a cup, and you're going to pour from your cup into the customer's cup, right? So you have a shi'ud, But we know the nature of oil is it sticks to the to the side of the oh, of the walls of the cup. So therefore, if you have let's say the shiur in the cup, when you pour it, you know you have to wait until all the oil drains from the side. Now, if you're rushing, yeah. you know, he's not going to get the full measure. Sometimes the customer's rushing, or uh, there's, a, there's a, He's not be too bad so it's even on the weekday, but the customer's not going to have the patience to wait, and he's going to end up getting less than he paid for. Mm-hmm. So therefore, the customer, the rabbi, was that on Erev, uh, not Erev, on the weekday, at night, before, when the store was closed, he would, you know, make the proper measurements in order that ready when the customer came, he had the measure made already, he wouldn't have to worry about Mitsui Hamidot, about the oil draining from the sides of the... Um, of the keli, okay. Now the Gemara is going to explain the Mahloket in the Mishnah. We said in the Mishnah again, the first opinion says, Adam Maleli Right, you're allowed to go on Yom Tov to the uh, your friend and say, "Here's the keli, fill it up," but you cannot do it b'mida. So the Gemara says, "May aval lo b'mida." What does it mean, "lo b'mida"? Amar of Mar Shmuel, aval lo bechliya miuchad leb'mida. That's what it means, you cannot use a measuring cup. Which means a keli that's designated for measuring, you can't use. Which when you go to the guys and fill up my cup, oh, you fill up this regular cup, no problem. But to take a measuring cup now and use it to fill it up, that's going to be uh, asur, uh, because that was the normal way they used to sell. And it looks like Mecca memka, it looks like you're transacting in business when using a measuring cup. Therefore so it's going to be asur. Abal, <laughs> ah. A vessel that is uh, destined to be used as a measuring cup—it's omed the okay, which means the backup cup, the alternate. Which means, you didn't use it yet for measuring yet. But in the event that the first cup breaks, <laughs> then you got the alternate cup. So since the alternate cup wasn't really designated yet, because it wasn't used yet for a measuring cup, so the adush <laughs> of the Mishnah is, well, you cannot use a clean midah, but you can use a kli haomed le mida, because since it wasn't used yet, it's not domeh, lemekach, or memkar. Right? As like Jesus, haomed le mida? shlik kish yishaber ze, ba ze tahtav. Like when the first one breaks, she'll uh, use the uh, second one. <laughs> the point is, you never use the gem. Now, Rabbi said in the Mishnah. Rabbi Judah, I'm reading the Mishnah. If it's a clear midah, don't use it. What is he coming to end? So it says, "The one a homed He's coming to mahmir on tanakama. He's coming to say even the alternate yeah. you cannot use. That's the first version of the machlokat tanakama of the Biyuda. Tanakama holds that you can't use a measuring cup, but you can use the alternate cup. The Biyuda comes says you can't even use the alternate cup. The that, Gemara says alma gabesumhat yom tov. Rabbi Yehuda lechumra and Rabbi Well, obviously this is an issue of sumhat yom tov here because the guy's buying product for yom tov, and still it seems that the Biyuda is mahmir even. For some Hatov he's not going to let you use the measure even an alternate cup. Which means he's for He doesn't give any dispensation. And the rabbis, it seems, they're the lenient ones. Because for some they're letting you use the alternate cup. So the Gemara says, says, what do you mean? We learned the exact opposite, which is we're going to show you now from a Mishnah that the Bihuda in light of some Hatum Tov is lenient on laws, and the rabbis in light of some haytom are still So it's the exact opposite. What Mishnah is that referring to? Well, the previous Mishnah that we learned on the previous <laughs> <that> <laughs> we learned that the Biudah allows you to use a scale on Yom Tov so long as you don't measure with regular weights conventional weights so long as you use let's say a, a keli or a cleaver so since that's not the normal way of measuring so he's allowed it which means he lets you use a scale just what? don't use the regular weights So for some Yom Tov, he's being lenient was Ikar, whereas the rabbis say you can't use a scale at all, which means even for some <laughs> tov, the rabbis are being machmir Alma rebiudah, you see the beudah is being lenient, but a so we have a contradiction between the biyudah, the beudah, where in the case of the scale he's leaned, in the case of the measuring cup he's mahmid, you have a kasha against the banana, against the banana. In the case of the scale, the rabbis are mahmid, In the case of the measuring cup, the rabbis are leaning to use a alternate. The question is, uh, what's the difference? So, the answer is there's no stira between the biuda and the biuda. Why? <coughs> Which means over there, Harilah use a scale by using a weight that's either a keli or a cleaver or a kofitz. That's not considered of the indal, that's not the derech. It's not normal for a person to use these things as weight. That's why he was lenient. However, hacha beOmed limidah. Here even though it's an alternate cup, measuring cup, and even though you didn't use it yet, but what? It's a normal cup. Mm-hmm. Which means it's destined to be used eventually as a measuring cup and therefore it's Dometo of din de hol. So that's the Gemas Khalo. Why the scale the weights that I'm using are never used in, in in transaction. No one ever would weigh something, can they get a the cleaver? Uh, can they get a kofi? for for sabhat But tov. can over here, granted it's an alternate measuring cup, but it's a normal measuring cup. It's a, it's a measuring cup that is designated for midah. Therefore the midah is going to be mahmir, because it looks like it's still meant to mehka, or memka, and I'll answer to answer the rabbis. There's no stidag against the Hatam. Ka'avid kedavdin behold Over there by the scale case Bottom line using a scale Which means bottom line a scale is used Now Sometimes if you don 't have a weight you 'll use uh, something else to measure uh, uh, meat or whatever it is, so therefore scales are totally assumed because it 's the mm-hmm. whole. right there she says sometimes you don't have the conventional weight in front of you but you know okay my uh, my cleaver weighs two pounds i 'll use the cleaver as the uh, weight whole. however but here since you never used this measuring cup yet so it doesn't have a shim of a measuring cup yet, so therefore, can we go going to say it's through so that's the uh, answer, how we answer the difference between the Be'udah by the scale, to the Be'udah by the measuring cup, and the Rabbanan as well, now we give a different answer to how to explain our Mishnah Rabban, it defines the Mahlokan and the Mishnah between the Be'udah and a all differently, which is till now we explain the Mahlokan is on the alternate Tana Kama says you can use the alternate. Rabbi Yudah says you can't use the alternate. Everybody agrees you cannot use the Ikeli that's designated for Medida, because that's considered Dometa, to or Memka. Now Rabah is going to give a different answer. The first answer is that it was given by Rabbi Yudah, Mar Shemuel. Now Rabah gives a different interpretation to our Mishnah. Rabah Ma'ar, my Aval Lo bimida. what did the Mishnah mean? <laughs> you cannot verbally mention a measure. Which means you can't tell him, give me, my child, five ounces, ten ounces. The measurement verbally you cannot say. <laughs> but you want to give him a, a measuring cup to fill it up with? No problem. She said, we're not going against the keli. No means do not verbally say the uh, the shiur. <coughs> the comes as and says, "You know what?" I'm not letting you not only verbally mention a shi'ud, but I'm not letting you use a vessel that is designated for measuring. Al-ma, gabbes, tov, rabbi yudah l'humrah, the nikula. Oh, it's back to the same question. We're saying, we see rabbi yudah's mahmid over here. Which means, the whole makhluk over here is what? Can you use a measuring cup that is designated and was used for measuring? Tana Kama will say, no problem, just don't mention how much weight uh, you're getting. according to rabbi yudah? No. Not only can you verbally mention anything, but you cannot also use the measure cup. So we see the BU as same exact question. We learned the opposite. Where did We learned in the Mishnah where Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi allowed us to use a scale on Yom Tov so long as you don't use conventional weights. said you can't use a scale whatsoever, Rabbi Yehuda was lenient when it came. I told that you can use a scale, <speaking in Hebrew> now we have a stira. which even in Naba's way of learning is taught the same. Stira that the biuda by the case of the measuring cup is ma'mir, but in the case of the scale is mekel So the Gemara answers, no stira between the bi-udah. So again, in the case of the scale, you're right you're using a scale, but what are you using as a weight? An item that's not miyuhad lamidah, I'm using a, a cleaver, I'm using a vessel. The weight that I'm using, since it's not miyuhad lamidah, and we're talking about some tov over here, so I'll be making, But over here, bottom line, it's a measuring cup. It's a, it's a measuring cup that was used as a measuring cup. It's designated for a measuring cup. that case, over there, we're going to be, domer, Lemeka homemkara however didabanamila kashakuta the rabbis to themselves, is not a Hatam, In the case over there of the scale, Ka'avid kidina and bikol. Again, like we learned above. Bottom line, you will use a scale uh during the week. And also if you have no weights, like we mentioned above, you will use a cleaver or some type of item that you know its measured Therefore, even though there's some to tob involved, it's a surah of a But over here, look, which means even though you're going to your friend with a measuring cup and using the measuring cup to Mm -hmm. to to fill it up, so long as you're not mentioning how much, you're not saying, "Give me two ounces, five ounces, whatever it may be," it's okay. You know why? Because it is customary that people do person has a guest over in his house he will fill a measuring cup of wine and give it to his guest to drink which means you do serve wine to guests in a measuring cup and therefore it's not such an of din de hall to use a measuring cup to give somebody a measure of wine and therefore the banana will say this is not considered of din de khol Use a scale Use a scale that's the way you make business you have a scale what are you telling me uh 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 uh, uh a measuring cup. What do you mean? People use a measuring cup even during, uh, forget about the holidays, even during the week. You go to the guy's house, want wants some wine. He'll take the measuring cup, go to the vat. He'll take the measuring cup and go, oh, we'll give it to him. So that, well, that doesn't look like business necessarily. That could be like uh, a guy's giving his friend a matana. Mm-hmm. He's giving his friend a gift. That's what he did she. Avidi in Shid Mekarbehaval and they would give wine to their friends, Bemana di Kila Shall Mida and a mana of kilah, a vessel of measuring. Okay, and that's the end of that suya. Now the Gimara goes further. Okay, second wide line. Ma'ase Ba Bashaul bin butnit. Right, so we said well, First of all, he wouldn't use measuring cups. Right, so and he would, do, he would make all his measurings on of Yom Tov. So when the customer would come on Yom Tov, of course, without yeah. any money, it was made already. Only right? give him the uh, shiur. It doesn't have to make measuring. So then the Mishnah said, Tana mm-hmm. Right, so that's the, uh, the text of the Braita uh, that we have over here. That because it would be two midrash. What's to be two like We explained because since there was foam. On the wine. So the customer has to come down. He has to pour the wine into the cup oh, for him. And he has to wait till the foam goes down. And you add a little more. Wait till the foam goes down. So he gets the full shi'ud. There's a long time over here, It takes. So what was the purpose of Yom Tovah? Cholamu'ed. To go to the and learn. So because it would be too better. Not because of isur, of measuring. You can measure on Cholamu'ed. But for the time factor of it, he would do it on the night before, before the customers would uh, would come. Let's read Rashi. Uh, Tana. Up uh, and a big People to ask, uh, people are learning Torah. Uh, are learning Torah. Right? they're not are working on way. So it was a day really designated for the bet medash? So when would he fill up his uh, You know, measures of wine At night, she ends There was no bit at night So already he'll have time in the day To go and be the midrash To answer all the questions now. now, according to this Gemara, you have to say The Mishnah did not have the text Because we learned that what That uh, according to the way We understood was, is that the reason, or quote Forget about foam. You don't even have to introduce the foam factor over here. The reason why he filled it up at night, because he didn't want to be burdened to even have to fill it up at all on your, on mo'ed, because he was in the bidrash all day long. So the customer would go in already as the uh, shi'ud made already for him. It was just a time factor, right? But Amishnah, if you have the text of biru Midot, so that she says, you have to say that mm-hmm. That's the foam. So the customer have has time to wait there until the foam goes down. So therefore, the So again. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the word birure midot in the Mishnah, it's a simple time factor. I'm not going to waste my olam uh, way filling up uh, wine for people and do it the night before nobody's learning. So I can spend time in the Beit Midrash and they can spend time in the Beit Midrash as well. Uh, however, if you have the words in the Mishnah, Birure midot that's in order to, for the wine to settle. You need it to take time. And there's a bitu bet Midrash factor in that extra few moments to wait till it settles. comes, the Gemaran continues and says, Hanu Rabbanan," second white line. Who kanas, this is uh, Abba Shel BeBotnit. he collected 300 barrels of wine just from the excess that he saved. Hmm. Which means the custom would come in, and he would fill it up on a weekday, forget about Holam during the year, he'd fill up the uh, wine for him, and it would be foam the customer would say, you know, I don't have time to wait, uh, just, uh, it's fine. So, as a result of all the extra wine, he's selling, uh, let's say, a liter, for example, right? But he's not giving a liter's worth, because, you know, the form says that, that's the liter. But the customer was mohair. The customer told him, I should just keep the change, so to speak. So from all that extra, you know, residual, it ended up coming to the shi'ud of, what, 300 barrels wow. of wine. The And his friends got the same residual from the oil. Again, when they're emptying out the oil, right? so they don't want to wait now until the last oil drips from the sides of the keli. The customer would say, oh, Okay, it's fine. Yeah, but I'm selling you a liter. You didn't get a liter yet. Don't worry about it. So from all the residual, they ended up saving for themselves 300 barrels of oil. Now again, halakhically, they can keep it. The customer was, Mohail, right? The customer told them, uh, it's yours. But what? They did not want to keep the money. It's not theirs. They felt that doesn't belong to them. So they went to the treasurers of the Beth Akdash, to Jerusalem, Amru So the treasurers would tell the rabbis, Listen, you don't have to give it to us. This legally is your uh, money. The customer was bekach. <laughs> Listen, we don't want to take something that doesn't belong to us. We know allegedly uh, maybe it's ours, but bottom line, we don't feel comfortable taking something that really uh, doesn't uh, belong to us per se. And then we want to be mahmir. You know, uh, you take it. <laughs> Since you're being mahmir to give it, and the reason why you're giving it is because. You know, all these customers that uh, gave it to you. So the rabbis told him you know what? Use it for public works. The Tanya Gazal. a person stole money, he doesn't know who he stole from. Use the money, but you now want to pay back the, the money that I stole. Who am I going to pay it back to? I don't know who I stole. You know what? So go do something for the public. Now, what's the logic? For example, let's say, let's read the Gbarah, May what's an example of public works? Amar of Chazda, Chazda said, Don't make cisterns, for example, wells. Now, you're going to make utilities. Now, how's that going to pay back the guy? Well, Bottom line: One day, Borea will orchestrate it that the person you stole from, or his descendants, will go to that well and benefit from it. So, therefore, when you steal from somebody, you don't know who you stole from. So, do something for the sibur. You know, build a put, put, put a put a bench in the uh, in the in a park. Now what is somebody's gonna go sit on that bench? And maybe one day <coughs> that person that you stole from will have from that bench or is the center, therefore the money will be paid back. Okay, so that's what they told them to do. Even if they didn't have to do it in this case. It was a humrah in this case. Look at that See in the bottom first column. Who can us? Right, when there was a certain amount of log in the barrel, Bemida, Umachar Lemena, so he would sell let's say a log at a time, Achimachar Hashbono, until he sold his uh fill, Nimsa Kola notarbehabit ali de birurien. All the left over in the barrel was from the Birurin, that's from the foam, right? <laughs> when, they used to, when the wine would ferment. <laughs> right? They weren't giving full measures. Why? <laughs> Which is when you drink, you sift it. You, know? you sift it off the top. You skim the, uh, the foam of the... That's called Birurin <laughs> Al de Kalishe Vizige Shem uh Al Kalishe Vizigeh which means it's um is like it's um Kalish it's weak. It's not actual wine, it's air. There's air pockets in there, so they call it berure. that's la that's launch kelishe vizige. It's uh it's weak and uh and uh and light. The and yeshpo mitsui. Shemin doesn't have birud, but it has mitzui, which is the uh, residual that sticks to the uh, sticks to the keli. Me peneishim mutbak Right, six to the cup. Okay, wine there's no uh biru it's because the wine really just uh, slides out of the kids, you have the other problem. Okay. The Haviraf can suk the print biburin, the Gizbarin Shilagdesh. They went to the rabbis of Igdesh or the treasures la asophem sorchy egdesh. But the Gizbari did not want to make it Igdesh, because Burin and Y Kholin Lagdish Sh uh, inoshilahim. either uh, they uh, held that uh, you can't make it egdesh the because they felt it didn't belong it didn't it didn't belong to them. I guess who did it belong to? I guess it belonged to, uh, uh, to, to, to the customers. To no. the uh, customers. Which means they didn't want to use it for Qurban, because if it indeed was gezel, right. we learned that in Allah to use Hasma Shalom uh, Gezel for a Qurban. So therefore uh, they abstained. So what they say, Amad Say hold it! Uh, You don't have to do this. Why? They were in a rush. You didn't have any intention to sit. They were rushing. They don't want to wait until the birur and the Mitsui. They knew exactly what was happening. But they say, you know what, we don't want to get involved. Why? I want to benefit from from other people. So, oh, in that case over there, don't make a gdash, because if you feel that you're taking something from the seaboard, like we said, eventually the ballium will get the benefit from him. I stole from a lot of people cisterns, wells, etc. Caves, right water uh, wells over there, Okay, fine. Comes the Gemara and continues. Four lines from the bottom. Adbere One time Ravhezda was escorting, he was walking with Ravna Na Adbere. He was uh, walking with him. And he said the derasha. What was the derasha? Lo yimdod adam A person should not measure barley. The lefneb behim tov. I shouldn't take a measuring cup. you know, go fill it up uh, the measuring cup and go give it to his animal. Aval. He can scoop it up, even with the measuring cup. You can take the measuring as a pile of barley, right? So don't take uh, with your hand and start putting it in the cup and measuring exactly the who to give it in front of you. But you can take the cup itself to the heap and just go they scoop it up like this and give it a few, whatever the shi'ul comes Because that already is not looking like a de uh, de'hal, that's not the normal way normally you would measure it So when you're doing it in a shi'nui way, it's permissible Now she says Lo yimdod adam kav se'onim afil litel de be'emto Why? Shnir'ekim uden demkol Hey, people don't know you're giving it to the animal it Looks like you're measuring its gosew So therefore it's asur Aval With the measuring its uh, 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 vessel itself Nokev he can, you know, dig into the, make a hole into the clay, into the pile. at the rich be be Exactly. You don't stick your hand in the pile and say what the keliyin do. That's not the normal way. So therefore, be mutar on Yom Tov. Comes Gavron says three lines on the bottom. Van nachtom, modeh tevalin. The the uh, mevashel, the chef would be allowed to measure spices on Yom Tov. Venotayen the torke I always said measuring is play, yeah. yeah, but a chef is allowed to do it for some yom because what's going to happen? He's not selling him. he just doesn't want uh, that his uh, tavshir should burn or become too spicy. If you're not going to let him use a measuring cup, he's going to end up putting too much spice and there goes the food. So therefore for a chef, they allow him to do it. Furthermore, to do it. The lady is allowed to measure her flour that she's going to use to make the challah on yom tov. And the dough, why? So she'll take the challah in a generous fashion. The shi'ud of challah is one twenty-fourth of the amount of dough that you have. That's the shi'ud that you give to one one twenty-fourth. Now, we're worried that the lady, if you know, she's not going to know exactly how much dough she has, she's going to give a lowball figure. She's going to say, well, how much dough do I have over here? Uh, she's going to be stingy. You know? She's going to say, what do I have over here? So she's going to give 1 twenty-fourth. She might have 3-4 pounds of it. She's going to say, ah, what is it, 1 pound? I'll give one twenty-fourth to of that. However, if you let her use a measuring cup, she's going to know exactly nice. how much flour is in there. Then already she's going to give exactly what she's supposed to give. She'll give the one twenty-fourth, Be'ayin the eye in yafa. So they're look at that. She's the left side of that. she columns there. Echad <laughs> But the sure of the is 124 When she doesn't know how much dough she has He mm-hmm. commits it She becomes stingy and says, not, it not so much of a man, because she When she knows how much dough there is She knows, she knows how much she has to give <laughs> Comes the next halakha It's on the... Uh, Barama, uh, Shmuel, Amar, Asur. Shmuel comes along and says Even so, Asur, he can't use a measuring cup like, What are you talking about? Shmuel said Asur Now Shmuel is an Amorah, right? That Tana be Shmuel In the Beit Midrash of Shmuel There was a Tanaic statement that was quoted That said Mutar So now we have a Ishtira Shmuel himself said Asur But there's a Tanaic statement out of the Beit Midrash of Shmuel That says what? Mutar, right? Uh, when Shmuel was learning the Tot, he quoted in front of the rabbis that it was uh, mutar. So the question is, uh, who do you go like? So the Gemara says, asur, mutar. Now we have a contradiction. Shimuel says when he learned the halacha, he said. Um, Asur But when he brought the halakhot from the Tosafot In front of the rabbis He came along and said Mutar So how do we reconcile this? So the Gemara says Shemuel alakhala <laughs> ma'aseh What does this mean? Shemuel himself was giving you ma'aseh Which means really he held its Asur James, When you give the halakhas, somebody ish, Can I measure uh, flour on uh, Yom Tov? You tell him Shemuel held Asur But what do you, you do with uh, Toseftot? So look at the bottom of the Shia On the Amud Lishon <inaudible> <inaudible> but if you see a lady that she's uh, being lenient, that she's uh, sifting, not sifting, she's measuring the flower on Yom Tov. <inaudible> she's the bottom line. And Shemuel had a Tosevta and he quoted it that said it's Mutar. So when but he said when well, the Shi'ul he said asud means asud we don't publicize it if somebody comes and asks you tell them asud but if somebody's doing it really halakhically it should be permissible so that's the way you uh, you know compromise or uh, 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 square off the two statements of Shemuel it's a halakha but, uh, mulinke, but what uh, if somebody's doing it you don't have to <laughs> the to stop them. You know this time. Maybe they didn't give it to the kohenim. They gave it to the. They burnt it. Whatever they did with mm-hmm. it. Okay. <coughs> <coughs> Tosafot Goes into this on the mm-hmm. uh, on the Amud uh, Bet. The top thought. And this is Tosafot's uh, subject. We burn it today it's just a Correct. That's the first question. Today the shouldn't apply because you're not burning a 124th. I don't know How much you make? Always taking the same minimum amount of uh, shiur over. Here. So he still says, still you should take Whatever You should not, mm-hmm. not take. Uh, you shouldn't take the minimum. So when you know what you have, you take more. When you don't know what you have, you're not going to take more. Comes the to- uh, gemaran continues. Tanura we have a bright and shonin ke tov flour that was already sifted from yesterday, one is uh, not allowed to be shoneh. Resift the flour Mm on Yom Tov. Why? It's finished. It looks like you're being uh, bored. You should have done it from yesterday. If you're interested in uh, resifting, resift from yesterday. Therefore, the says, according to this, bright over here and shonin. Kemah You cannot re-sift Kemah On Yom Tov Again the logic is You'll say What do you mean? I want to get cleaner flour Hey you could have done it yesterday <laughs> You could have done yesterday Should have been done yesterday <laughs> but Those two rabbis said Shonin. No If you want to re-sift uh, They say it is indeed permissible. Why? Since there is no Tercha what are you doing? You're sticking it in the sifter. You just got to drop it into the uh, to the vessel. And secondly, it's not nid ekebureh, because really it's clean flour already. You sifted it already. It's fine flour, so therefore it's not nid ekebureh. It's not really a terah. Therefore, he's going to say it is bimutal. Look the she's second line. I just read the top one There who only come from the second time The it does look like you're sifting it to the border. You look at the flower, you see it's clean already, right? Veshavim, but both rabbis agree, she nafal to tochan sror or kisam. Let's say a sror, a rock, or kisam, let's say a piece of wood, fell into the flower on Yom Tov itself, Shishonin. Everybody agrees you can do that. Why? Because the whole logic of the first rabbis, you could have done it from yesterday. Well, I could have done this from yesterday. It fell on Yom Tov. What do you want me to do? So therefore, it's mutar. Okay, Therefore, they allow you to sift it. Even the first rabbis on... Yom Tov itself. we have a tonight statement that was said in front of Rabinah. Yom Tov. you do not have to recite the flour on Yom Tov. That she says. Even if the sror or the kisam fell in on Yom Tov, you're not allowed to recite in the vessel. so nafal or kisam boreh What do you do uh, with your hand? So they're using the keli, no, but using your hand, yes. now. You should know that using your hand was the more normal way of doing it in that case. So the gebarah is you. telling you, you can't use the sifter. Now normally if a piece of wood or something like that fell in, you wouldn't really use the sifter for such a thing. So the gebarah asks the question, you If you're telling me you can't use the vessel using your hand but you can you said coach kendas <laughs> morer would mean that that's the normal the way to do it over there so they give it us look at she coach kendas sur why themhsi ke morer u borin ab melakai karkada bashona elo merake when you, you when you resifting it doesn't look like your borish that the esh ko yotsef en karsubin which is when you reduce the meraked or you are trying to get rid of its chef the chef you got rid of before you'm tough so using the sifter does not really look like borid And you wouldn't use the sifter to get rid of rocks and stones. So you're telling me if a rock and stone fell on your top, you can't use the sifter. But you can use your hands. Wait, wait, kosheken there should be asud. That's, that's the normal derech. If you tell me I can't use the sifter, it doesn't look you like borel. So kosheken, should not be able to use my hands, which is, looks like uh, borel. Sadarash, rabah, baravuna, zute. One of the rabbis. Rabah, baravuna, zute, He made it in Rasha, afethad in He stood at the gates of Neharda'ah and he broadcasted the following halakha. Shonin, kema, be'yom tov. Everybody you should know. It's flour that was sifted from before Yom Tov, it is permissible to re-sift it on Yom Tov. Amar lihu Rab Nahman. Rabbin heard the rabbi broadcasting this halakha. He told him, Puku, go out, ve'amru Abba, Go tell my friend. He referred to him as Abba, meaning this rabbi. Shekila tevutach. Take your goodness, which means, take the halakha that you're saying, Shade Go throw it into the thorns. Which means, we don't need you to announce this halakha. The goodness that you're doing, the halacha that you're saying over there, it's not necessary. Which means, we don't owe you any gratitude over here for this. Uh, that's what it means, Which means, the uh, gratitude that we owe you, or the indebtedness that you're giving us this halakha, we're going to take it and throw it into the thorns. Why? kama hadran Go look at how many sifters are out there in the city of Nardia. The ladies know this He's already. They're all resifting on Yom Tov over here. So, it was, I was like, what are you teaching us over here? You got up in front of the gate, you're allowed mm-hmm. to resift. Take the, 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 the indebtedness that we have to you, take it and throw it into the thorn bush. Which means we didn't need you to announce this halakha. Just go look what the people are doing. Anybody not know this halakha? Go every house, there's a lady's resifting the flower on Yom Tov. Therefore, you know, it wasn't necessary for you to uh, announce it the gabra gives us some stories the, who, Yosef, the wife of Rav Yosef She would sift the mehulta. Uh, uh, she would use the back of the sifter She would do it well, Instead of sifting it in the normal way She would turn the sifter upside down And that's how she would do it uh, So the Rabbi told his wife Haze'ana rifta me'lieta baina. He said, listen, I want to have good bread on Yom Tov over here. what are you doing? What are you using the Not back good. of the sifter for? Use the regular way I want to have good bread on Yom Tov. He was trying to tell her to re-sift the flour. You don't have to use the uh, back of the uh, back of the item. It's mutar. She says, You don't have to change. Because a lot of guys says you can re-sift the flour on Yom Tov. Another story. The wife of Yom Tov. She used to sift the flour. Agaba de Fatura. Instead of having the flour fall into the receptacle on the bottom of the sieve, she would go to a table. I guess by the table there was a receptacle. And she would let the flour fall into the receptacle area of the table. Again, she did it. Bishinui. Ama Rav Ashe So Rav uh, ashe said, Hadidan, my wife, de dirameh uh, she's the daughter of Rami Barhama. The Rami Barhama Marad of the Hava. Yeah. He was known to be a yeah. Mahmir. He was Yeresh He was careful, you know, on many things. And if it wasn't for the fact she must have seen this practice in her father's house, she wouldn't have done it. Which means, leave her alone. It must be she saw this, this the way in her father's house, they would re-sift flour on Yom Tov, and her father knew what he was doing, he was married da So therefore, uh, you know, leave him alone. Let's read that she. Hadidan Zu my wife Barthe, and Rami Barhamai, Marad of that midakdek ben Maasav. He was, uh, you know, he's a daikan. Okay, we go to the last mishnah of the paring. Mishnah says, "Holech Adam Ets Haragid Hadagid A Person could go to a uh, storekeeper that he's accustomed to. Veomer lo, and he tells him, Tenli li betzim veegozim b'minyan." He can tell him, give me a certain amount of eggs. Give me a dozen eggs, or a certain amount of egozim, a certain amount of nuts. He can tell him the number. Because that doesn't look like you're actually buying necessarily. Even a person in his house, when he tells his, uh, you know why, bring me six eggs, bring me ten eggs, that's the normal way of uh, saying it. And therefore it doesn't look like or uh, Now, Obviously it's saying that Gil, it's law, because he needs credit. You're not going to go to somebody on Yom Tov who you don't know. is not going to offer go you credit. So you go to the merchant that is ragil and store, and therefore he'll give you the uh, the credit. So Now the Gemara explains. Tano the banana. We have a braita So you can go to the shepherd that he's accustomed to. Now the shepherds not only would shepherd, but sometimes they would sell animals. So you go to a shepherd that you know. ehad. I give me one uh, goat or Or give me one uh, sheep. It's a tabach right? You can go to the uh, butcher that you're accustomed to. Mm-hmm. Give me one, uh, I guess, my shoulder, or uh, Give me the uh, thigh. It's a patam That would be the uh, the one that stuffs. Patam is a stuffer because the chickens usually stuff the chickens. So you can go to the one that's selling the chickens. Ve'or its Ve'omer lo tenli tor achat. Give me a uh, what a pigeon, no, a dove, or gazale hat. Give me a uh, pigeon. Okay, it's a nachtobaragid. <laughs> it's law. You can go to the baker that you're accustomed to. The omer Give me one loaf or gluska hat, or one roll or one muffin. The it's chenvani. Haragil law Again the, uh, the storekeeper that you're accustomed to And law said Tenly esrim betzim Right, hmm. give the number Give me 20 eggs Wo hamishim egozim Or 50 uh, nuts Asara afarsikim 10 peaches Ve hamisha, Remonim 5 pomegranates Ve etrog Echad And uh, one etrog Ubalvad She lo yaskir lo skum skumida So long as you don't mention skumida. Now what is skum mida so that she says, yeah. You cannot mention measurements. You can't give, give me a pound, give me two pounds. You can say, give me 50 of those, 20. That's the normal way in the house you talk also. That doesn't look like mecha or mecha. But you can't say. So Gemara says, The says, Which means, certainly you're not allowed to mention to him the, uh, the money. I mean, give me $20 worth, and how much are you like that? Now that's the way... Uh, that she learns the sugya, uh, Tosafot has a problem over here. Tosafot doesn't like Rashi's uh, explanation, right? Because the Gemara says eventually a skilo mida. According to Rashi, it just should have said eventually a mida midah. What would schum midah? Schum sounds like the subtotal of mida. Rashid's point is, just don't say, Kav, Kavayim, that's Mida, uh, correct? What is schum Midah, the subtotal? So therefore, he has uh, uh, a different Gersaw from the Rabbeinu Hanan El, and his Gersaw was, he has Minyan. What is schum Minyan? So he says like this, Tanaka is coming to say like this, you're not allowed to go to the Hanvari that you're accustomed to, and you tell the guy, let's say, hey, give me ten more nuts, well, you gave me uh, 30 already, and therefore, um, the you know, you totally owe, the, uh, the balance, you owe me 40 really, yeah. so you gave me 30, and uh, you, know, you owe me 10 more. That already, you're going into the mathematics of how much it is over there, that's already hasbon. So schum minyan, you can't do. It. You want to tell they gave me forty knots. no problem. Right. But you can't start going in. You owe me ten more because we made a deal that you, you know you, you gave me thirty yesterday and you owe me forty altogether, right? So therefore, you cannot go in and start making high yeah. no. by, by balance. Exactly. Don't go with the balance. You want to go with a number forty, no problem. But schum minyan, that's going to be asud. And the the bishul and the comes along and says that you're not allowed or the asud l'malech you cannot tell the hanbani schum mecca. What's up? Like which means you cannot tell you know, them uh you know, give me you know, you know two more dollars worth, because already you gave me uh <laughs> you know uh, five dollars worth already no and school So they were just giving, give, give, give me the balance of what you owe me in money. You know money's worth it, but that's going to be a Surah ala